This podcast is brought to you by On Track Studio. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Drink More Water. I'm Sophie. And I'm Riley, and we did just argue over who was going to start this week's episode. But <laughs> we have just repeated that about three or four times. But we're here. We're so excited to be back in your ears this week. We have a really fun episode to go through today as well, which we're super excited about. Mm-hmm. But we're going to get straight into it. Yep. Highs and lows. So, take us away. Okay. It feels like so long since we've been in the studio. I know. Couple of weeks. Couple of weeks. Yeah, that'll do it. What's been happening? I know. <laughs> to be honest, and I feel like I might have said this in the last couple of a couple of episodes I've been feeling great mm. so I feel like I don't have any loads that are like sticking out to yeah. me highs we went away this past weekend with Sam's family to celebrate Sam's mum's birthday and so it was good. just so good we mm. I mean Sam's mum and Sam's family rent out rented out this massive Airbnb and we all just like had like competitions of like cocktails mm. and like holding fitness classes and to be honest I think what I, I love loved that. most about it was that I just didn't think about work mm. the entire time like yeah there was a little trickles of work a little sprinkle of little work sprinkle. <laughs> but I don't know I just felt like truly like I just was like kind of there the whole time and didn't mm. think about it and was having different conversations not about work and I came home yesterday and I was just like wow like I actually feel really, really refreshed. I love that. I feel yeah. like it's so nice when you're not around because even when you have friends that work in the same kind of areas as you, it can be really consuming because you're just constantly talking about work and different things to do with work. So when you yeah. can fully step away and you're like, well, I have no pressure to post, no pressure to film. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. good just to be, be mm-hmm. present. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that was honestly my high and I've got a very exciting trip coming up next week which i'm i'll already be there when this episode goes so do you tell them yeah i'm going to hawaii yeah so (laughs) exciting straight to hawaii how good i'm so excited my first international trip since covid yeah and it was such a spontaneous trip i'm just so excited it's gonna be amazing so when you're listening to this i'll be living my best life in hawaii Hawaii. i'm just do you know what i'm a bit nervous about like the whole like, I don't want to get to the airport and mm. get COVID tested and be positive. Like, that is my biggest fear. Yeah. I think it's also just having all the paperwork and yeah, everything just more. ready and making sure that you have your, is it like your PCR and everything? PCR, you've got to have your ESTA to get into America, like mm. all your forms. Like, you've just got to be so prepared. See, that's where I tap out because I'm so extremely lazy when it comes to any form of organization <gasps> for that stuff. You and me both. I know, I know. <laughs> I know. We are the same in that sense. But good on you. But I'm excited. It's worth it. And so worth it. So Oh my god, I'm feeling I'm so excited. I can't wait to see all the photos. Yeah, me too. I feel like we need to record an episode from Hawaii. I was actually thinking about it last night and I'm like, we need a zoom and let's get you in real time. Oh my god, yes, let's do that. That would be so fun. Fun, I know. Because I'll just be so chill. I'll be like, yeah, like what's up? Aloha. I love that. So no lows for you this week? No lows that I can think of. I think I'm just in a really like you know when you've got something coming up. It's exciting and How everything you, is just good. Yeah. Like you've yeah. just got that and like everything works. I've been loving my training, loving my food. <gasps> yeah. I tried the wheat bix overnight TikTok oh, recipe this morning. Go. So good. It's good, hey. Yeah. I yeah. just did like exactly what you said. Like we crushed up two wheat bix mm-hmm. I use coconut yogurt because I've been trying to go dairy free for yeah. my period. Um, And it was actually really great. M- my mm. thing though, I put it in the fridge the whole time and then just took it straight out of the fridge. I think I need to put it in the freezer for like the last 10 minutes to harden it that little bit more. Yeah. 
That's the secret. Yeah. Well, I've honestly been making them like four and then leaving it for a few days and they're fine. Yeah. You don't have to make it overnight, I don't find, but mm. I do agree. In the freezer. In the freezer is where it's oh, at. Oh, it just slaps. Oh, I was eating it. I was just like, I'm so excited to have this every day. Yeah. Like I'm already looking forward to tomorrow's. Every day. <laughs> every day. No, I love that. Well, go you. Thank killing you. it. So Thank excited. You. Little jet, jet. What do you call it? Jet setter. <laughs> jet setter. Jet setter. So good. Um, yeah. How's my fortnight yeah, been? Highs and lows. Highs and lows. Start with a high. Okay. High would definitely be business at the moment. I just mm-hmm. feel like everything just feels really, really good. Yeah. And works. Yeah, works good. Clients are incredible. My one on ones are amazing. And obviously, um, last week you probably oh week before now it would have been um the masterclass. So by the time you hear this, it would be like two weeks post running the masterclass. But tomorrow night I am running the masterclass. More self trust, and it's just crazy the numbers in there now. We're up to ninety one girls, I think, mm-hmm. and it's just been so yeah, honestly, out of body to see so many girls come into that and I didn't know what the response would be like but I do feel like self-integrity self-trust is such a big thing for so many of us and it's just cool how much it's landed for everyone and I feel like a part of me knew that it really would Mm. and it's just cool to see it actually translate that way as well um, during the launch so that's been amazing and just I think for me it's been really cool to see how easy business can be when it comes from a really authentic and aligned space Mm -hmm. I feel like when you create something that feels good for you it literally just popped into my mind when I was journaling one morning and I'm like yeah that's me that comes up a lot and yeah it's just been really cool so I'm excited Mm. to run that tomorrow um tomorrow that's crazy I know and I've never I mean I've ran I was talking to T about this and I'm like yeah I've run free programs before and they're always through the Facebook group and I can see the numbers on there and I know they're in the hundreds because I can see who's on live Mm. but never have I run a masterclass where everyone's on zoom I always have like my group coaching containers. So it's going to be really weird having, I mean, I'm not going to have all 90 on their live, but yeah, to have 90 girls. Um, yes and no. Like I just, obviously I want to deliver an amazing masterclass, but mm. I know I will. But I also just feel like it's just going to feel bizarre seeing yeah. so many oh, girls sure. on there. But it's also, I don't know, it's like my zone of genius. It's what I do. So I feel confident in that. But I feel yeah. like it's more just like, T, don't knock on my door. Don't walk in when I'm like doing it. That's always I Moa, like, don't start next totally. door. Totally. That's like yeah. so working from home. I feel like I'm always just like, no one like make noise. Just yeah. like, let me do my Zoom call for an hour and a half or whatever it is. Does she have dogs? Yeah, no dogs. Can't control yeah, the dogs. That's a good thing. You can't control the dogs. Nah. So it'll be... Yeah, really, really good. So I'm looking forward to that. And it's definitely been a high, just that whole process over the last few weeks. Low, I hate to be a downer. And I've been whinging about this for a few weeks. So Taylor away, mom, like anyone who just has to cop this all the time, tap out now. Skip ahead. Because <laughs> I'm listen. sick of hearing it. Yeah. But um, yeah, so my back, my back has been just really bad, to be honest, the last like few weeks. And I feel like I personally am not the... I don't have the most sympathy for people when it's like, oh, my knee hurts or my back hurts. Like, I'm kind of like, yeah, yeah, we'll get over it. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's like sometimes it's hard to be like, yeah, you poor thing. So I hate to talk about it, but it's causing me so much pain to the point that I cry like most days of the week. Mm -hmm. And it's just doing my head in because I think I'm very good at sort of, not that this is a good thing, but I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And then Mm -hmm. eventually I'm like, you know what? I'm actually in constant pain. Yeah. And I'm never not in pain. Mm -hmm. And um, it's pretty much like my sacrum is twisted which is sort of like your sitting bone and because I'm at a desk all day 
it's just so painful to sit, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but therefore I slouch. And when I slouch, it makes it worse. Or I try and like have my feet up on my chair or yeah, okay. you, know, you sit with your legs yeah. up, um, but it kind of makes it worse. And anyway, I went to the Cairo and I've had it for a really long time. I kind of recognize like I've had sciatica on and off um, when I finished high school and just always had back problems mm. and obviously training a lot and stuff. It's really frustrating because I love to train. And then when you train and you can't do things or it yeah. hurts constantly, it's really frustrating. And I'm not the best with taking a break Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't enjoy taking a break especially when it's something like just a physical pain I'm like that shouldn't stop me you know Mm -hmm. so it's been testing to Mm -hmm. say the least and it's just so constant and so painful that I had a really rough week last week especially because I got my period and it was just so fatiguing like the whole week I don't know why but Mm -hmm. it just knocked me around so much and I was so so tired and it was actually really cool seeing the Cairo yesterday because he was saying to me that with where I'm experiencing the back pain and where um you know those joints are twisted it's pretty much like it's all connected to your reproductive system and he was like to me was your last period or was your like PMS period really bad like were you really tired and I was like yeah I was exhausted like completely Mm. wiped then he's like was your period really painful and I was like yeah my period was really painful and he was like well they're pretty much all connected and if as long as your back's in this pain like that's going to be an indication of how bad your periods are Mm. and it just made so much sense because my period or my back pain was the worst it's ever been and then my period was sort of a direct result of that so I love I love when your cycle I feel like as girls your cycle is almost like the it's like the temple of your body right like it just knows everything and it's such a tell sign for what's going on Mm -hmm. um yeah with your health with stress with sleep with so many things and I know we've both had our own I guess experiences with Mm -hmm. that as well so it was kind of cool to make that correlation I guess but um yeah it's been a bit shitty if Mm. I'm being honest and I'm like sick of pretending it's not shit Mm because it is really shit Mm. funny you talk about the whole periods and I suppose like PMS and struggling with I don't know your periods the week leading up to it and like your just mood because Gymshark is actually running a campaign at the moment for International Women's Day and I suppose just like the month of International Women's Day talking about things that women have to go through that just we have to live with that can be Mm. not ideal in terms of like yeah training on your period how your period affects your entire life that you know some I don't know men don't have to deal with but we're still living the same days do you know what I mean go the girls go the girlies (laughs) yeah I love that and I feel like within you know celebrating International Women's Day and it's so cool that Gymshark has reached out to us to actually speak on this within this episode is just talking about cycles and how much it does affect us and all the things that we deal with in terms of confidence in the gym Mm -hmm. you know even going into a gym environment there's so many I guess stereotypes around what that should look like for you with our cycles I do feel like we're pretty uneducated at times in Mm. terms of actually structuring not only our training but our whole entire lives around what our cycles look like and Mm -hmm. last week I was actually talking to one of my coaches about this and because I was having that week of just feeling so tired and fatigued she was talking to me about how important it is to work around your seasons and I couldn't agree more and I used to do this all the time and I feel like I maybe have lost touch a little bit in terms of just acknowledging yes this is my week where I'm super productive this is the week before I'm ovulating so Mm. I feel really good really happy lots of energy I can train harder Mm. this is the week post ovulation I'm actually starting to move more into PMS it's time to slow down and then obviously the week of your cycle so so in the month there's like the four seasons right Yes, I love this. So summer, autumn, winter, and spring. So is summer 
the week after your period? Yes. Okay. And then ovul- ovulation is autumn? Winter? Spring. Spring. <laughs> I don't know my seasons. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. So winter is your cycle, right? Because I think a lot of girls get confused with your period thinking it's the end of your cycle. Yeah. Day one of your bleed is day one of your cycle. Yes. So you start the month with winter. Winter, so you're like hibernating, things are a bit slower. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And then you'll move into spring after winter. So you start to feel really good. You're getting yes. more energy. Things are feeling flowy. You're probably feeling like really in your feminine and quite creative as well. Yeah. And then you'll move into summer where it's like, I'm thriving. Yes. Like okay. I'm tanned. I'm thriving. <laughs> Life is good, right? Lots you're, of energy. Lots of energy. Yeah. Okay. You're probably feeling quite social around that time as well like you've got energy to give Mm. probably still feeling quite creative if not in your masculine within that spring and summer as well Mm -hmm. then when you move into autumn things start to slow down a little bit and it's almost like that preparation week for your cycle it's like in autumn and if you're thinking about countries that um experience like negative 20 degrees in winters yeah you have to prepare Prepare for for the trees lose their leaves yes it's a whole thing totally and if you're getting that snow like you got to prepare yes so autumn you have to prepare for that winter time in terms of your cycle that week is the week that you're preparing for your bleed and that's where you can really start yeah just to tailor your work tailor your training everything right down so you're ready to have a really chilled week that week Mm -hmm. go inwards because typically during that time and I'm sure most girls in that PMS week in autumn winter time you just don't feel social. Yeah. You don't feel like yourself. You don't really have the energy to put in really big um, training sessions. You're probably feeling a little bit hungrier. All those different things come into play and it's really important that we honor our cycle because mm-hmm. as girls, it says so much about what's going on for us and yeah. when you can actually honor that and recognize like what your body needs at what time. Your life is so much easier for one and you can go through everything, especially our monthly cycles with less resistance, knowing that you've actually structured your month to serve you and work with you and not against you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because it's so funny when you get to that autumn week, right? Mm -hmm. Before winter, before your period, everything feels harder. Just that little bit harder Mm -hmm. training. You might not be able to lift as heavy. You might not like absolutely no motivation like there's no motivation and then there's no motivation like there is no way you're getting to the gym Mm -hmm. and it's just so interesting to realize that and like you said almost reassuring to be like okay I know this week is coming I know this week is starting no pressure on myself maybe it's only walks this week Mm -hmm. maybe I just do a bit of yoga you know like working with that will affect so many areas in your life positively whether that's work like we were even joking saying like maybe we should just record all of our podcasts on like you know the spring and summer yeah yeah because sometimes we literally get into the studio and we can't like string a sentence find words no Mm. and we're always like oh like why is this happening to us oh it's a week of our periods or it's Mm -hmm. the week of like before our periods absolutely so so interesting how much our cycle affects us and what we do Mm. and just so nice to know that you're not going crazy if you're not feeling that good the week before your period because it's yeah. actually normal. Mm. And being aware of your cycle is so important as well. I think it's one of the most underrated things mm-hmm. um, as girls that we actually just don't acknowledge how important it is mm-hmm. to know what's happening within you. And especially around training, it's been interesting since I actually have vlogged the last like four or so weeks. It's the first time that I've actually been aware of like, oh, it's funny how the weeks have changed training wise because yeah. I'm actually filming it. Mm-hmm. First week, I think I trained eight times. I would like on the ball. I was in summer 
life's good, yep. you know. Mm-hmm. Then we moved more into, it might have even been spring that first week. Summer was more around like that six times a week. I was definitely getting a little bit more tired, but I'm like, no, I still feel good. I've got the energy. Yep. Then autumn, for me, that's PMS week. And to me, that's actually worse than winter. Yeah. Okay. So for me, I think I trained three or four times, so incredibly exhausted. Mm. Like I, I can't even explain how yeah. tired I get in that week. And then obviously moving into winter, which is when you have your cycle. For me personally, I actually get energy during that time. Mm. I feel quite I good. Too. Yeah. Or like halfway through winter. Totally. So, so I'm like two days into my cycle. Yep. I'm like, cool, I'm me back. Too. And hormones are at an all-time low then. So it actually makes sense as to why we feel pretty good mm-hmm. sometimes. Sometimes I like to compare it to being a man <laughs> for two days, <laughs> for two days out of the month. We, love, the month. we love to see it. Oh, yeah. But definitely important to look at, especially with your training. And I feel like too, something that I guess isn't spoken about enough is your confidence. When yeah. I move into autumn, winter, I don't feel as good in my physical body. Mm-hmm. And that can definitely translate when it comes to confidence in my training and in the gym as well. Mm-hmm. Like there's some weeks where I'm like feeling confident. I'm going to rock a crop top and shorts and I feel great. Yeah. Next week I'm like, oh, there is no way I'm going to the gym in anything but an oversized tee. Absolutely. Do and you know I, what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's so important that Every, every girl listening, like know that we all feel this, yeah. especially if you're not on any form of contraception, your cycle, you're a little bit more susceptible to those changes. Mm-hmm. So when you have that week where you're like, I feel like rubbish, like mm-hmm. I don't feel good in my body. I might feel a little bit bloated. I might just feel out of sorts or not as confident. Know that it's normal. Yep. It's your body doing its thing. And when you can be more aware of that, you know, 28 to 36 day cycle, it's just so much easier for you to meet yourself with compassion in that and dress according, act according, um, train according. It's mm-hmm. so, so, so important. And like Steph said, wear the oversized tee. Mm. If that's what makes you feel good in the moment and makes you want to train, do that. Be yep. comfortable. There's no pressure to look a certain way. And I know for sure I rock an oversized tee if and when I feel like I want to. Yeah. Other days I feel great in a crop and shorts. Other days I want to wear leggings. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything about you, what you're wearing. Mm-hmm. It's really important that you just meet yourself with compassion in that and show up for yourself mm-hmm. in whatever capacity you have that week. Mm. And do you find as well, everything's like heightened in certain weeks of your cycle. Mm. So you might suddenly just feel like a nervous to go to the gym or like yeah. get a bit of that like gym anxiety and stuff and even you know not even talking about our cycles I know that it's such a prevalent thing amongst women to get that gym anxiety too when you go to the gym it might be a new gym it might be I don't know filled with these huge males and you're you look nothing like them you don't train like them not the gym bros just taking over (laughs) yes they're grunting they're yelling they might be looking like it is intimidating sometimes absolutely and I think that's another thing that's just like so normal and I don't know. I feel like with me specifically, like now I know my gym, I know what time to go and everything, but I think it's something that so many women experience like that uncomfortable in a gym. And I think it, it comes down to like knowing what you're doing when you're in the gym. Do you want to, you know, be on the treadmill the whole time because it's the safest thing? Or do you mm. want to like venture into the weight section and start to build some muscle? Because that's totally. so invigorating as women to start, you know, feeling stronger. And yeah. I know for like for sure, sometimes I'm in the weight section and I'm the only girl there. And I'm looking around and being like, I kind of love this. Yeah. <laughs> like I love that I'm the only girl here. It feels empowering. Yeah. And I love the time that we're, I guess, 
living in now where, you know, being a girl who wants to build muscle, who is strong, who's lifting heavy, who's outlifting half the men, can I just say? (laughs) I feel like that is so empowering and it's so cool that we've got so many role models in that area as well. Mm -hmm. And also just that inclusivity of you can be anyone. Yeah. And any age, mm-hmm. any body type, any person who just wants to come in and have a go, know that so many gym environments now are so beautiful in that sense. And I guess that stereotypical like gym environment, it's sort of not the way it is anymore, I find. Yeah, and no, so I many gyms yeah, are a really safe environment to be in. But I guess in terms of like things that you can do if you feel like you are lacking that confidence or anxiety around the gym, one, just question where that's coming from. I feel like a lot of the time it could be a belief that you're not good enough to be in that space. I know for so many girls I work with, there can be that belief of I have to look a certain way to actually be in a gym and Mm. train in a gym. It's like, I can only go when I lose X amount, which could not be further from the truth. So I think it's really important just to know that you are worthy of being in there, taking up space, training, doing whatever it is that you feel good doing in a gym, going to classes, but know that you're you're allowed to be there Mm -hmm. just as much as anyone else in that gym and you're worthy of being there. Also, take a friend. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. If you've got someone there, it just helps with everything, I feel. Mm -hmm. And slowly that'll build your confidence up. Even if you need a friend, your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister to go with you the first week, you'll still like build the confidence. Or even if you need to tell yourself, I'm going in for 10 minutes and then if I'm still feeling uncomfortable, I'll leave. But you'll nine times out of 10, get in there, do the 10 minutes and be like, okay, I'm here now. I'm going to do it. Absolutely. Even just popping in your headphones, getting in your Mm. own world. And I feel like it's really beneficial too. If you're someone who's completely unfamiliar with it, with a gym and equipment and all of that, it can be super daunting. But the beautiful thing are free weights for one, Mm -hmm. use kettlebells, use dumbbells, use stuff that you know, you don't have to try and work out in terms of like loading a machine or unracking, whatever. And also try and invest in a PT or someone who can help you initially just get familiar with the environment because Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the time, cheap anxiety can stem from making a fool of yourself. You feel like it could be really embarrassing if you dropped something or didn't know how to change something or, you know, the seat height wasn't the right <laughs> height yeah. for you. That can be, um, I know I for sure. Yeah, I still go that through before. that. Yeah. I'll say something and I'm like, um, what? <laughs> well, I've recently joined a new gym within like the past month or something mm. and Literally last week, I was like trying to work out the hip thrusting machine. I was like, I have no idea how yeah. to like pull this out and like move it. So I was literally sitting there for like five minutes trying to work it out. I was like, I feel so just like embarrassed right now. And you're looking yeah. at me like, is pe- are people looking at me being and like, no one's looking. No one's looking. No. Plus, if I see a girl or a boy or whatever doing that, like I don't, you know, if I see it, I like, I, I might even help if I, you know, yeah. have the confidence. But like, I'm not like, oh my gosh, that's so embarrassing for them. (laughs) That is so not what I'm thinking. No, I'm just like, oh, same sis. Like I probably couldn't work it out either. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. And I think with that too, like having a plan when you go into the gym can be really good because you know, it's like, right, I need to, you know, use dumbbells in my first exercise. I need a bench for my second. Mm -hmm. I need to go over to this place. It just gives you that rough plan. So you're not walking around and feeling like a little bit lost in the space, not knowing what to do or how to get a good session in as well. Yeah. And it's even the best feeling when you're in the weight section or just at the gym and you're surrounded by other girls i love that so empowering i'm like get it girl yes (laughs) and what you said before about music oh does music help Mm. listen to some like absolute bops yeah and you'll be feeling good absolutely 
Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I even find Vitella and I will share a headphone each and it's such a vibe, like maybe not the most hygienic thing in the world, but it's so good having music on. And I feel like when you just need that extra pump up and just to get out of your own head, mm. so good to so have. So good. Yeah. Isn't it cool to stereotypes in gyms? Just talking on that quickly. I feel like for maybe like five, 10 years ago now, it's hard to kind of remember when this was in, but mm. it was so common for, as girls just to go to the gym, use the free weights or walk on the treadmill, yeah, walk on the treadmill mm-hmm. um, and not so much like get in there and try for heavier lifts and, mm. and do that sort of thing. And I feel like there's probably a lot of, I guess, stigmas around women and training being like, if you train strength, you put on too much muscle mm. or weights make you bulky, things like that. But it's so cool to see how much that has changed. So much. I I'm like, you don't even hear about that anymore these days. No, you don't. Like it's everyone I follow, at least, are like going for that heavy squat or deadlift or something. And it's yeah. just so amazing to see. And I definitely for sure grew up thinking that lifting heavy weights make you made you bulky. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I can say as someone who's lifted weights for a couple of years now, I'm still not bulky. Well, that's <laughs> I'm I, waiting for the muscle growth yeah. to happen, if anything. Oh, totally. <laughs> I remember actually thinking that. And yeah, for sure, part of me is like, oh, I don't want to get too big. And now I'm like, I have been trying <laughs> for eight years to I'm get big. I'm still waiting for and it. And it's yet to happen. Like, where's my bicep? You know, it's something that's, um, yeah, it's so funny that shift. And I know for me, even confidence wise, when I was younger, I've definitely spoken about this before but a huge insecurity was having shoulders Mm -hmm. oh my god the first time we met I remember you said it actually yeah Yeah. like I hate and I just I told everyone and I feel like with insecurities it's so funny how you want to get it out of the way to people that you meet before they can say or think anything Mm -hmm. so it's like if I let them know that I hate that then they can't say anything exactly yeah So it's really funny how much that changes and now Mm -hmm. I'm like give me all the shoulders like if my shoulders aren't built and capped I don't want them isn't it funny as well the amount of confidence you get once you once you start getting strong yeah I know that when I'm like getting to that next weight or something I'm like oh I feel so good then after the gym you're walking around you're like yeah I did go up one kilo or like you know whatever it is like totally you feel so confident when you're strong I feel like it's really empowering lifting weights as women as well and I feel like a really cool part in that is actually having physical and like um performance-based goals just about not so much physique goals yes because when you're training from a place of like I want to be a beast and I just want to be strong and Mm -hmm. feel good and live that healthy lifestyle it can be so I don't know the motivation is so much better than I want to go and lose weight exactly to me that's not going to get me to the gym no it might get you there for the first week and then it's not going to happen afterwards Mm, it is so motivating Mm. going in being like I like right now one of my biggest goals is to get like a set of chin-ups like that is one of my biggest goals yeah every single week I go in and I do it and I can slowly feel myself improving yeah and that is what gets me there I'm like I want a shredded back I want like I want to be able to see my back muscles like all of that it's so exciting and if I don't have a shredded back I don't want it exactly I said to Taylor I'm like this year it's shoulders and it's back like that's what I'm channeling coming into this year and it's just yeah it's fun and it makes the whole experience really enjoyable as well and I feel like it's just taking away the stigma around like you're in a gym to lose weight and Mm -hmm. I think that's been so heavily conditioned over so many years but definitely seen a shift in that I feel like especially on socials which is really cool yeah I love it yeah so good getting into weekly recommendations yeah we love (laughs) I actually have to think on this for a second okay I feel like I said to Soph before during the week so many things come up and I'm like I've got so many recommendations and then we sit here 
Oh, they're gone. Gone. I had the same thing. I need. Yeah. We need to start writing them down as soon as we get them. Get mm-hmm. your notes out, write them down. Yeah. So then we just have a list because I think of – and like I always think of like little pet peeves of mine or like things yeah. I love and I'm like, oh, I know. next day I've forgotten it. I need to yeah. write it down. I have one. Okay. So there's this podcast that I've recently found. It's called The Dear Body Podcast, I think. And I'm pretty sure. We'll link it in the show notes. Yes. Um, but they talk about well, this girl. I can't remember her name actually, but she talks about so many things about like relationships, sex, um, binge eating, like so many different things. And she is – the way she describes everything is just mm. phenomenal. So highly recommend if you're wanting another podcast. I know I often get questions other than our podcast, what should everyone be listening to? This one's a great one. I really like that. Mm. A recommendation that's not so fun but one that I do have is last week I actually found when I wasn't being so productive because I didn't feel like it, mm. I was really leaning on like shows like binge – not shows like binge, apps like binge and okay. um, TikTok and stuff. I was wasting a lot of time. In those weeks, just to be productive when you are feeling like you're getting stuck in like using those things as a bit of a – distraction Mm. just delete them yeah like I know it's a silly thing to say but delete them for a few hours Mm -hmm. and just see like how you find and spend your time Mm because I found for me I'm like oh the minute I got rid of them I actually was a little bit more productive than I thought I could be um so I feel like it's just calling yourself in that but I feel like that's not a fun recommendation I actually just made that help me last week yeah no I like (laughs) that I recently moved my phone around and I dragged TikTok into a folder like at the back of a folder yeah and I find myself I just don't go on it you don't not if you can't see it Exactly. Like it used to just be there and I used to click it, but now I can't, it's not visible to me when I just go on my phone. So I'm never on it anymore. And a classic example of that is actually setting your environment up for success. You, Mm. I feel like it's really easy to underestimate how um, much your environment has power over the the choices and actions that you make. It's like in the fridge, if you have like chocolate sitting in the a fridge door, I'll snack on it every five minutes. Yeah. Not that it's a bad thing to do, but if I had an apple there, I'd probably snack on an apple every five minutes. So yeah. it's like, if you're trying to break a habit, like try and set your environment up to make sure whatever it is that you're trying to do is as easy as possible. The less amount of friction as possible. Totally. Mm-hmm. So like have your journal next to your bed yeah. or have the book, you know, on the couch. So you know that when you sit down, you're automatically going to open it up because humans are lazy oh absolutely or even i'm lazy <laughs> we both. When, whenever i don't want to go on my phone in the morning because i sometimes like fall into the pattern of like picking it up mm. again lazy i'm in bed i want to right yeah. but just like putting my phone downstairs on charge obviously doesn't really work if you need an alarm but i've been doing that and i just don't go on my phone for first like 45 minutes to 60 minutes of my day forget it's there yeah because again it's making it easier for my goals there's no like it's not right next to me when i wake up so i can reach over yeah grab it even put it at the other end of the room so you have mm-hmm. to like get out of bed so it's then harder to like almost get back into bed than get up absolutely you're already up you have to ask yourself how can i go through life with the least resistance possible yeah if your phone is causing resistance which mine absolutely has the last <sighs> week yeah Change your environment, change Mm -hmm. what you're doing because it just takes the conscious effort and choice. And when you do that, gosh, you just reap the rewards, don't you? You really do. do. Well, that's us, I think. Yeah. I love short and sweet episode. Yeah, short and sweet. But we hope you guys enjoy this week's episode. And we have some exciting guests coming up, can I just say? We do. Mm. Oh, I'm just excited for this year for the podcast. Podcasts are just my favorite they are. form of content at the moment. Yeah. I love it. I love, love how out of all of the entertaining social apps or whatever, you know, I've got YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, podcasts are the thing that support a productive lifestyle, I feel. Yeah. Because when you think about it, when you're watching 
I was scrolling Instagram, scrolling TikTok, like you're probably sitting so on your... So, you've nailed it. <laughs> Thank you. I, that clicked me a few seconds after, but I was like, yes. <laughs> well, you're sitting on the couch, like doing nothing, even YouTube, like you can be a little bit more productive, I feel, with YouTube, like mm. popping on when you're like cleaning or something, but still, but still you're kind yeah. of watching it. Podcasts, do it when you're driving, walking, training, like they support a productive lifestyle. They make you think. They're not yeah. making your eyes glued to a screen. I just love a podcast. I just. <laughs> well, guys, thank you for being here. We, um, yeah, we, we love, love you. We love you. We appreciate you. Mm-hmm. And we will be back in your ears next week. See ya. When Soap's in Hawaii. <laughs> Hawaii. Bye, guys. <laughs>